This Holy Week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we're journeying on in Hebrews. Covenant blood, the willing victim. The new and living way, a better possession and an abiding one. And the roll call of faith, Abel and Enoch. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand at thewordendures.org and on the Lutheran Public Radio app. Return to the Lord your God, for He is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and He relents over disaster. Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Christ was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark. They led Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together, and Peter followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death. But they found none, for many bore false witness against him, but their testimony did not agree. And some stood up and bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. Yet even about this, their testimony did not agree. And the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, 
I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further witnesses do we need? You have heard this blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy! And the guards received him with blows. As Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. And seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with the Nazarene, Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. And he went out into the gateway, and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, this man is one of them. But again he denied it. And after a little while the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. Immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept.
As soon as it was morning, the chief priest held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council, and they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You have said so. The chief priest accused him of many things, and Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer to make? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the feast he used to release for them one prisoner for whom they asked. And among the rebels in prison who had committed murder in the insurrection, there was a man called Barabbas. And the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do as he usually did for them. And he answered them, saying, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that it was out of envy that the chief priests had delivered him up. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release for them Barabbas instead. Pilate again said to them, Then what shall I do with the man you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Why, what evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him! So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole battalion, and they clothed him in a purple cloak, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him, and they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they were striking his head with a reed, and spitting on him, and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him, and they led him out to crucify him. of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. 
God's word for us as our passionate journey continues is taken from Mark's gospel where we read, the rooster crowed. That's God's word for us this morning. This truly is a week unlike any other weeks. A week in which, once again, we journey with our Lord to Golgotha. A week that is so different, so painful, so hard at times to even comprehend. It's a little odd to go for walks now. I did a walk after our faculty meeting yesterday afternoon. A familiar path to be sure. But then I noticed something. I saw somebody in a sidewalk and found myself walking on the street. And yes, I know the exact distance of six feet better than I ever thought possible. For the record, it's slightly taller than I am. People and relationships have changed. Suddenly, people are actually kind of scary, to the point where I'm kind of glad you're over there and I don't even know where you are. As we live in a world in which isolation, aloneness, and even people, people can be kind of terrifying. Who knows if that cough that you hear may be your demise, may be your death. A world that is isolated, and we journey with Jesus. Although there is a danger here, to be sure. The danger is Christ's suffering is so different than your suffering and then my suffering. Oh yes, we feel pain right now. The pain of possible death, the pain of relationship strained difference, or at the very least isolated, the pain of wondering if that job will be there when I get back, the pain and suffering that we are feeling very real right now. But in some ways, our pain and suffering isn't anything new. Your imminent demise, your imminent death, the possibility of your death has been with you since that moment, that moment you sucked your first breath. Your imminent death, your imminent loss of everything has always been with you. We live this side of the second coming and our sufferings, our sufferings call us to cry out in pain, to cry out for God's answer. Now Jesus' suffering is completely different. Oh yes, we know what it means to lose people, and people are scary. A rooster crows, and now Jesus' one friend is gone. And he gets you know, subjected to a mock trial the mass crowds crying out, crucify. People are scary. Justice perverted his absolute loss of control that he has given up. But Jesus' sufferings aren't the same as yours. The hymn said it so well as we sang verse four of Upon the Cross Extended Together, where we once again sang I caused your grief and sighing, 
by evils multiplying as countless as the sands, I cause the woes unnumbered. To walk with Jesus, to hear that rooster crow again, is to see what Jesus did for you. To see Jesus, who suffered everything by choice for you. To see Jesus, who as he journeys to the cross all alone, suffers all of that for you. So that your sufferings can't compare to the glory that will be revealed. Truly now, people are scary. Yesterday, meals get ruined. A world spinning out of control. But in the midst of this, once again, you see Jesus. Jesus who gives up everything for you, who suffered death on behalf of you, and all the sufferings in between, so that you may be his own, and that neither death nor life may ever separate you from his love. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, grant us by your grace so to pass through this holy time of our Lord's Passion, that we may obtain the forgiveness of our sins. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus, you promise never to leave us or forsake us. Grant that in the midst of the current pandemic, we may find fulfillment through faith in you and through loving service to one another. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.